Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, the show where America is the star and the American people. And we love our listeners' stories. If you have one, share it with us at OurAmericanStories.com. That's OurAmericanStories.com. They're some of our favorites. When we talk about the United States nuclear navy, or even the widespread use of nuclear reactors to generate power, we need to talk about one man, Admiral Hyman Rickover, a man whose active duty service spanned 63 years, making him the longest-serving naval officer as well as the longest-serving member of the U.S. Armed Forces in history. Despite Rickover's impressive length of service, he is more known for his unorthodox interview tactics. Here's retired Navy Captain Bill Toady to tell us about his experience with the kindly old gentleman. The time was about 7 p.m. after a series of very long days. Like the others, This day was filled with tests and interviews, hours of mental intensity, interrupted by hours of mind-numbing boredom. I was a first-class midshipman at the U.S. Naval Academy, and this was the singular event that would determine the course of my professional life. For the previous few hours, a combination of fatigue and nervous energy had been building, and I had become riveted torn between the awe of the moment and fear of screwing this up. We had heard many tales about what I would soon encounter, 
Most of these stories were presumed to be tall tales. For example, several different renditions of the Make Me Mad story had been circulating, where Admiral Hyman Rickover dared a midshipman to do something that would anger him, purportedly to see how willing the midshipman would be to follow an order. Some midshipmen were said to have complied by clearing the Admiral's desk with a single arm sweep. Then there were the various confinement tales of being locked up in a small space or tiny closet for hours. This apparently was one of the Admiral's famous tests for claustrophobia, to see if the midshipman had what it would take to become a submarine officer. The only anecdote I heard from our current round of interludes had supposedly involved a classmate of mine just a few hours earlier. As the breathless rumor went, the Admiral had been berating him for a particularly poor performance in a certain course of study. What would your mother think if she knew you were goofing off like this? The Admiral had supposedly asked my classmate, who reportedly replied, My mother's dead. The Admiral's alleged response? Well, it's a good thing she is, or she would die of embarrassment. This is how the legends usually spread. Most of them were unbelievably over the top. Each was uncorroborated. I had been running through my potential reactions to these various scenarios when it happened. I was ushered in to see the kindly old gentleman, the KOG of nuclear power lore. The year was 1979. Since the Admiral was born in 1900, it was never difficult to calculate his age. The man was 79 and of almost mythical stature. I walked into his office and something seemed vaguely familiar. I couldn't quite place it, but I had witnessed this scene before. I looked around, searching for a clue of why I had this sudden bout of dreamlike familiarity. And as my backside hit the seat of a sadistically teetering wooden chair, designed, it was said, to keep the midshipman off balance, the first of the rumors I could now actually validate, it hit me. The room was right out of the holiday movie, It's a Wonderful Life. He was Mr. Potter, and I was George Bailey. He was about to offer me a job and hand me a cigar. And then the Admiral, without ever looking up, muttered the only words I would hear during round one of Toady versus the Admiral. I can't use a philosophy major with a 3-0 average. Get out. My assigned shepherd, a prospective commanding officer, or PCO student, grabbed my elbow and yanked hard enough to overcome my inertia. Suddenly, we were standing outside the Admiral's office, the visit having lasted less than 30 seconds. As the door closed behind me, I broke through the mental fog enough to proclaim, But I'm a physics major! Clearly weary of playing advocate to a bunch of wide-eyed midshipmen, he led me off to parts unknown. He pointed to a door and said, I'll see what I can do. Wait in here. My holding pen was a very small office with bare walls and dust and filled nearly to capacity by a large metal desk. After a couple of the most excruciatingly tedious hours of my life, the door opened 
and the same commander said, Come. We retraced our steps down the now familiar corridor into the Admiral's office, and I threw myself back onto that demon of a chair. Admiral Rickover was gazing hard at a file, occasionally muttering to himself. I was surprised how old and frail the great man looked. His desk was stacked high with files of various sizes. I could barely see him behind this morass. After what seemed an eternity, again, without looking up, he said, You got a C in philosophy. Why? That d philosophy again. And you've been listening to Navy Captain Bill Toady tell the pretty dramatic story of his first interview with a living legend and a curmudgeon. And back in the day, there were a lot more interviews like this. Now you'd get arrested for this stuff or thrown in the stockade. When we come back, more of Captain Toady's story about coming face-to-face with the nuclear Abe Lincoln, Admiral Hyman Rickover, here on Our American Stories. Lee Habib here, the host of Our American Stories. Every day on this show, we're bringing inspiring stories from across this great country. Stories from our big cities and small towns. But we truly can't do this show without you. Our stories are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. If you love what you hear, go to OurAmericanStories.com and click the donate button. Give a little, give a lot. Go to OurAmericanStories.com and give. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. And we're back with Our American Stories and retired Navy Captain Bill Toady's experience with the father of the nuclear Navy, Admiral Hyman Rickover. After accusing Toady of being an underperforming philosophy major, he was actually a physics major, Rickover brought Toady back into his office to grill him once again. After what seemed an eternity, again, without looking up, he said, You got a C in philosophy. Why? That d- philosophy again. Thus began my rant, which went something like this. My professor was a product of Yale University and didn't believe in grades. He would frequently say, I can lead you to philosophy, but I can't make you think. Our grade was dependent on the number of papers we submitted rather than the quality of our work. While the other students submitted four two-page papers to get an A, I submitted one very good 60-page paper, essentially daring him to give me a C. And he did. I gambled and lost. I could see the rage starting to build. I think it started somewhere in his neck. But maybe it started lower than that. I couldn't really tell because his lower regions were obstructed by the stack of papers. By the time this passion had risen to his head, it had grown to what can only be called Ricovarian proportions. And his eyes, the fire in his eyes was not that of an old man. This was a young visceral anger. That's bull! He stood halfway up, spittle shot out of his mouth as he yelled. Summarizing a much longer tirade, the gist of what he screamed was, I've heard a lot of bull in my day, but I have never, ever heard such bull before. I want you to know, young man, that you now hold the bull record. Get out of here. Get the hell out of my office. At this point in my life, I would not have called myself an overachiever, and I kind of gloried in the possibility that now, after all these years, I might finally hold a record at something. And I had earnestly, simple-mindedly, stupidly wondered what I could have said or done to earn such wrath. I also honestly began to wonder if I really had the stuff he was looking for. Would I be accepted into the program that was, at the time, the most prestigious the Navy had to offer? I followed the PCO down the hall to what I presumed would be the same office, and to my surprise, when I stared through the door, I was looking into a closet, the closet of legend. I would now have the honor of referring to myself as one of the closet survivors. 
in there, the PCO said, and then he left. I wondered about the criteria for putting malcontents in the last barren office as opposed to this closet. My Catholic upbringing provided the answer. I concluded that the office was sort of a nuclear purgatory, saved for those innocents who were guilty only of original sin. That is, those who, through no fault of their own, were simply stupid by birth. The closet, on the other hand, was reserved for those truly despicable characters who had actively, if not knowingly, sinned against him. Those who were actively stupid, not merely passively so. It all made sense in a nuclear justice sort of way. But it wasn't the kind of closet I had imagined when hearing that miscreants had been banished to the closet. In my mind, the place of banishment was a coat closet or a storage room of some sort. Instead, my current station was actually one of those janitorial closets with brooms and bad smells and a deep sink. For almost two hours, I considered my plight while pondering the intangibles of this closet. I contemplated the fine art of dust mop construction. I remembered the many times I had been trusted with operating such equipment in my first real job when I was still too young to drive, sweeping and mopping floors. And although I was successfully killing time, I was completely missing the point. Maybe it was because of the boredom, or maybe a couple of stray neurons in my brain collided in a freak fission-like accident, but eventually I began to think. I traced the sequence of events in my life that had led to this day. I began to recall the drive that caused me to toss off the constrained dreams of a young steel town boy and apply for an appointment to the academy. And while searching for my motivation, I began to ponder my heritage. My grandparents were immigrants who escaped from Italy to avoid the unhappy fate of a poor dirt farmer in a poor dirt land. At one point, my father's father found employment in his new homeland by digging ditches for a living, happy to drill sewer lines through solid Ohio sandstone with nothing more than a pickaxe and a hard steel shovel. My mother's father had toiled his entire life shoveling coal and working the steel mills. I remembered that even at a very early age, I understood the travails of a hard life. And so, while still just a young boy, I made a commitment to myself that for me, it would be different. And suddenly, there in that janitor's closet, among those mops and brooms, I had an epiphany. So when the door finally opened, I rose from my deep sink sofa and walked into the Admiral's office with confidence. Are you ready to tell me the truth? He asked. Admiral, it doesn't matter what grade I got in philosophy. What matters is that I could have worked harder but didn't. And by not giving my best effort, I betrayed myself and I betrayed the investment the country was placing in me. And although I didn't say it, I also knew that I had betrayed my past. And amazingly, for the very first time, the Admiral looked at me. 
The rage was gone. The fire was gone. And it was now after 11 p.m. All I saw was an old man with the weight of the greatest submarine force in the world on his shoulders. That's right, he said. If you give less than you're able to, you'll let everyone down. Me, your ship, your navy, your country. I can't use people like that. I can only use people who have the courage and discipline to give everything they've got. I can be one of those people, Admiral. You better be, or you'll never survive my program. And that is how I was accepted into Admiral Rickover's nuclear training program. I've since commanded one of the submarines the Admiral brought into this world, and I've served as Commodore of a submarine squadron. And after all these years, I'm still not sure if Admiral Rickover intended for that simple janitor's closet to serve as his mecca of wisdom and humility. Was that confinement merely a sadistic ruse, as some have said? Or did he really intend for those cleaning tools to be symbols of what my life might have been? Tangible touchstones to our collective past. I hear people frequently say that the Admiral's methods were trivial or petty, but I don't believe that. I'm one of those who think there was a method to his madness. After all, I found truth in a closet, and in so doing, I found myself. And a terrific job on the production by Robbie, and a special thanks to Captain Bill Toady. His book, From CO to CEO, A Practical Guide for Transitioning from Military to Industry Leadership, is available wherever you buy your books. And what a story he told about being in that closet and having to come to terms with who he really was and having to tell the truth to, well, a legend. I could have worked harder and didn't. I betrayed myself and my past. His life began on that day. The story of Admiral Hyman Rickover and Captain Bill Toady here on Our American Stories. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.